Welcome back to the Line Podcast. My name is Aaron Alexander. This is a place that we bring together the world's leading experts on all things health and wellness to help you optimize your mind, body, and movement. It is the day before Christmas or so, and uh, I'm very excited to get to share the conversation with one of my close friends, Mr. Jim Quick, for this Christmas holiday episode. Jim has been a good buddy for the last several years. He's been a person that I've been able to depend on, been able to reach out to if I have got anything to talk about or anything of the sort. And uh, I greatly appreciate that in a person. So if you got anyone in your world that is that way, maybe send them a message, say thank you, tell them you love them, maybe give them a kiss. I don't kiss Jim, not yet, but it's really a beautiful thing to have those people in your life. So if you got them, send them a message and uh, cultivate those things. Very important to cultivate the relationships that you have. I think oftentimes we end up being in a place of, of yearning and wanting more and we neglect and forget the things that we already have. So if you got some stuff in your life, I'm sure you do, give it an embrace, give it a hug, give it a thank you. Could be your car, could be your friends, could be your job, it could be the food in your fridge. There is a buttload to be grateful for, so dig in. This conversation was about Jim's recent book, which was a pretty stupendous read. I got it sitting right here. It's called Limitless and uh, gets into all the things that you need to become limitless in your mind, in your own self-empowerment. His main niche is around memory and focus, but the book is much more than that. And we go into details around this. And this is just a general conversation, like most of the, the ones that I do with Jim. And uh, I know that you guys are going to devour it and get a lot from it. Thank you guys so much for reviews on iTunes. Thank you for sharing this episode. If you find any valuable nuggets, send it to a friend, uh, share on Instagram. You could tag Jim Quick. You could also tag Align Podcast. And Jim's got got like a bajillion followers. So if he shares your thing, oh man, you're going to get that Instagram shine. If you guys are interested in Christmas gifts for your friends, for yourself, for your family, I highly recommend jumping on the Align Method Online program while it is on a pretty ridiculous discount. It is $97 for this month only, and then uh, it's going to jump back up to $247. Really good stuff. It is a six-week program, breaks down all things that you would need from the Align Method book in video form. So it goes into the mechanics of your ankles and your knees and your hips and your spine and your neck and shoulders also gets into things like breathing practices and meditation practices and things of the sort. Your physical body is a big deal. It is the, the carrier of all the things that matter in your life. And uh, why the hell not put some damn intention into it? Check it out. Alignpodcast.com slash courses. All right, here we go. Back to the podcast with my man, Jim Quick. Bow. Mr. Jim. Mr. Alexander, how are you, man? Thank you so much for inviting me to your home. Yeah, I'm having a blast. Thanks for skipping rope with me. <laughs> Breathing, yeah. cold plunging, taking a walk. Yeah. It's been really lovely. Yeah, I, I especially liked watching you uh, do the uh, paddleboard while I was uh, With no pack. fin, no yeah. bottom no bottom fin. Dude, I was just you, going in circles. It was a lovely your, experience. Your, your balance is, is legit. <laughs> <laughs> I got to see you do a handstand. <laughs> One handstand, first handstand in like a year or something post-injury. Uh -huh. But what a beautiful place, man. It's Thank such you. a great thing to get to spend time with you out here in your element. 
Yeah, we have all the elements. How does it feel out here compared to to LA, living on the on being on the water um, and Yeah, yeah, yeah. Living between New York City and, and Los Angeles, um, with everything going on. It's a little, it's pretty intense on our on you know, everyone's for me, my mental health and and so uh, you know, be able to do the breathing with you today, yeah. away the air, getting in the water, you know, walking, getting grounded mm-hmm. was really good. We assembled that fire pit last night. That was pretty we cool. Assembled a fire. So we, we, got, we got all the elements. It was a nice experience. <laughs> I wonder for you, is there anything that, if you're feeling stressed or anxious or things of the sort that probably a lot of people could relate to, is there any go-to practices that are of greatest value for you? Yeah. Things that would needle for me uh, were things that we did today. You know, waking up when the sun came up, um, breathing. That breathing really helps, like to kind of reset my nervous system. So it's cold water, even more than coffee. Mm-hmm. So, um, but going back to the elements, I think they're the best, you know, biohacks that are out there. Are all in nature. They're all free. Yeah, and um, they're all available. Gratitude. You know, when we're going for that walk, taking some time and talking about what we're, you know, what we appreciate. Yeah, yeah. All that stuff feeds back into the function of our nervous system and cognitive function and memory, I would imagine. Is that something with, with your model and your book, Limitless, that ended up being this like major success, which I'm so happy for you, Thank you. about, it's such a cool thing. Um, do those, those elemental parts feed back into cognitive function for the way that you teach people? Or is it more like, how, what, what is the model? Yeah, it's part of the model, certainly, especially in the area of energy. Um, so limitless is not about being perfect. Limitless for me is about advancing and progressing beyond what we believe is possible. And so it's a three-part framework that really explains not only accelerated learning to read faster, remember people's names, improve your focus, but really uh, it's, it's a lens to see what holds us back and really to pinpoint having self-awareness to be able to unlimit those areas that get in our way. And uh, so actually, I would love it if your, your listeners, your audience, um, and I love being back on the show and I love featuring you on my podcast also as well, actually draws this out with us together. Right. If they take out a piece of paper and uh, draw three intersecting circles, and you can imagine it's a great thought experiment, Venn diagram, kind of looks like Mickey Mouse, two, two ears and, and a face. Think about an area of your life where you feel limited. Maybe it's in a relationship, maybe it's in your income, maybe it's in your impact, maybe it's in your reading speed, maybe where do you feel like you're not making progress? Mm-hmm. And so it's very personal, so we could apply it towards anything. It could be, be the things we teach, you know, it could be your memory, it could be your, your level of concentration, but where do you feel like you're not advancing, all right? So that, where do you feel like you're in a box? So a box by definition is three-dimensional and there are three forces that keep you in that box. But these are the same three forces that will liberate us out of that box. And I call them these three M's that make up the limitless models, the three circles. So the last M, the one on the bottom is the methods. And we all know methods, they're readily available. We have unfeathered access to podcasts like yours and YouTube. We know how to be able to move our body, what diets potentially can be supportive, um, how to invest, like the methods are there. But I'm always curious why people know what to do, but they don't do what they know and they, they stay limited, right? Because it's a myth that knowledge itself is power. At best, it's maybe potential power. It becomes power when we apply it. 
So what keeps us from doing that? Because initially, Limitless was actually a book 100% on methodology, how to read twice as fast, learn languages, um, be able to make good decisions. But then I asked myself before I hit send to the publisher, will 100% of the people who read this book get the results they're hoping for? And my honest answer was no, because common sense is not common practice. What's keeping people from, from claiming their true powers? And I realized these two circles before it are so are so vital. So the first M is, and I alliterate everything, so you know, making them all M's or I use acronyms just to make them easy to remember, is your mindset, right? And, uh, and we know authors like uh, Dr. Carol Dweck, who's experts on mindset, they write books on mindset. For me, functionally, a mindset is your, your set of assumptions and attitudes about something. Your attitudes and assumptions about uh, what's fair, your attitudes and assumptions about the world, your attitudes and assumptions about education, about making money, your attitude assumptions about yourself. So what would fall in that category? Things like what you believe is possible. Would, that, that would make a difference, right? What you believe you're capable of. Somebody could learn a method on how to remember names, which we talk about in the book, but if their mindset is, you know, I'm not smart enough or I'm too old, they're still gonna be stuck in that box, right? And what you believe you deserve could also fall under mindset. And so we have to be very careful about those lies that we tell ourselves. Lies for me, it stands for a limited idea entertained. It's not necessarily true that you're not smart enough um, or that you have a horrible memory. It's just an idea that we're giving energy to. And because of it, it, it creates a constraint and keeps us in that cube, right? Yeah. So mindset needs to be addressed. Um, the second M though, that's equally important is our motivation. Meaning you could have a limitless mindset and believe everything is possible, that you're capable of doing it, but if, and you could have the methods of how to raise money or how to you know, be able to, to lose that weight or whatever the goal is, but if you have no motivation, you're still gonna be stuck in that box. And motivation is often, uh, it's interesting, like you hear the word motivation, some people have like some angst around the word, meaning uh, some people call it a myth, um, some people get all hyped up and then the day after nothing changes, you know, it's described like a warm bath that you have to keep on heating up. For me, I've discovered a formula for human motivation, for sustained motivation. And I'm really excited about this. And we get you know, more comments on this practically than anything else in the book. It's P times E times S3. A lot of people saw the movie Limitless. Did you see that? Yeah, Robert yeah, De Niro and Bradley Cooper, he takes a pill and he has this eidetic memory, he writes his book in like, what, four days? He, uh, he, has, he's, he learns languages, he has incredible focus and cleanliness, he has a surge of motivation, but after the pill wears off, after 24 hours, back down to zero. And that's often how people pump themselves up. They go to an event or they're around people for the moment, they make these commitments and nothing changes the next day. So P times E times S3. So let's say we're doing a thought experiment and we're gonna be, let's say we want people to move more, right? As your body moves, your brain grooves. But um, like landing, if you were gonna build the ultimate motivated human being, what three elements need to be there? The P stands for purpose. I believe reasons reap results. That it goes from your head to your heart, to your hands, that if you visualize something, you set a goal in your head, but if you're not acting with your hands, your body, you have to check in with the second H, which is the, your heart, right? The emotions that, that fuel you to, to do something. For example, I, I, I ran into somebody the other day who, uh, I haven't seen in, in quite a while. And this, this gentleman before, he was really unhealthy, like very unhealthy. And all his friends tried to do intervention, his family saying, you have to do this, something's really bad is gonna happen if you don't take care of yourself. 
wouldn't listen to anybody and uh, has, ends up having a heart attack, almost dies, has bypass surgery, everything. And then you would think he would change, you know, he'd stop smoking, he would change, you know, move more and prioritize his sleep and his, his diet, but he goes back to his normal ways. And we were all shocked. Um, but then I get, to, I see him recently and he's the picture perfect, like health. He looks younger and he just looks fit. And I was just like, what do you do? He tells me all these things he did. I'm like, yeah, but you knew you should have done that for years. Why are you doing it now? He came back from a business trip and to his daughter who was crying hysterically. And when he found out what was bothering her, she had a nightmare that her father died and wasn't there to, to be there for her, right? Mm -hmm. And that just completely changed. She found purpose and just tapping into that purpose because it's not an intellectual thing. A lot of us know intellectually why we should do stuff, but we don't feel it. And so purpose for me is an emotion that you could cultivate feeling the benefits that come from consistently acting because that's 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 the evidence that someone's motivated it's not what someone says it's not what they feel it's if they actually consistently do that thing right and so that was so painful for him and uncomfortable because it's two sides you want to feel the pleasure of following through and also who are you disappointing or what how do you feel uncomfortable and allow yourself to feel uncomfortable for not following through and if you can't find purpose maybe we shouldn't be doing that thing right because the fastest way to do anything is just not to do it at all and i think a lot of people are burnt out not because they're doing too much i think some people are just burnt out because they're doing too little the things that make them come alive right the things that just make them happy and so maybe we have to reevaluate some of the some of the things we think we should be doing I want to take a brief moment and thank a vital mineral referred to as magnesium. Magnesium is one of the only supplements that I will actually purchase. It's not just a supplement. It is a mineral that your body is dependent on for a whole plethora of vital functions. I think it's like something like over 130 different functions that we've labeled magnesium being in support of. And it's largely deficient in modern culture because it's largely deficient in modern culture's soil. So even even if you're eating the good foods that would be magnesium rich, you're not not getting magnesium, but you still might not be getting as much as you would like. So I teamed up with Bio Optimizers. They have become good friends over the years. I trust their company emphatically. They use the highest quality ingredients and this specific magnesium supplement contains all seven different forms of magnesium as opposed to just one or two or a few. It's got all of them in there and uh, covers all your bases. It's like a shotgun of magnesium to calm your nervous system down, relax your muscles so they can go into rest and digest and heal. Uh, also helpful for energy, helpful for sleep. It's really an important mineral that your body absolutely needs. If you give a dang about your body, hit yourself up with some magnesium and you get yourself 10% off by going to biooptimizers.com slash align. That's B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S.com slash align, biooptimizers.com slash align for a 10% discount. If you don't love the product, they will give you your money back. No questions asked, no big deal, you got nothing to lose, you got all sorts of stuff to gain. Jump on it by optimizers.com slash online. Here we go back to the scheduled programming with my dog, Jim Quick. Pow. What makes you come alive? Yeah. This, you. When I go on stage, some people say that I kind of transform a little bit and uh you know, I'd even just thinking about it, just being in front of an audience and, and making an impact that makes me come alive. Why do you think that is? 
and we'll get back to the track yeah, of yeah, the women yeah, listening, yeah, yeah, but yeah. just like the, the briefest little because, segue Because my, gym. for clarity, and I think now is an interesting time to get clarity, you know, when, you know, sometimes solitude is a wonderful time to self-reflect. And for me, clarity, you know, my values, asking like what's most important to me in my life, it's love, it's growth, it's contribution, it's a sense of adventure, because I want to enjoy the process. I think we can only be happy if we're meeting those values and so I asked myself the second question, are my actions each day aligned with the things that, that light me up? Um, because otherwise it's gonna be forced. And I, I don't think it's so much, you, I wanna force things at the stage I'm at right now. I think I want to accept, adapt, allow, you know, a lot more. And so one of my values is, is, is impact. You know, I feel a more obligation to help people who are struggling the way that I did with overload or distraction or not feeling smart enough. Yeah. And so that, that makes me come alive. What about you, man? Well, <laughs> what makes me come alive? Well, I have a question, but what makes me come alive? Um, I think the illusion of progress makes me come alive. Mm -hmm. You know, so the sensation of, I say illusion because ultimately it's like, what are we progressing towards? Yeah. Like, where's the, where's this track going? And you're like, are we on the right track? It's like, well, yes, but first, like, where's the ultimate destination? Like, I don't know, but just make sure we're on the right track. <laughs> um, you know, so the illusion of progress. Um, the direction is important too, because you can go really fast. Because some people are so want to be so efficient and so speedy, but you can go, you know, nowhere fast. Yeah. You know, in yeah. terms of not having that direction. Yeah, and then ultimately, once again, it's like, are we ever going anywhere? And if if that is the case, where is that? But but I think the the place that makes me feel most alive cheesiest most cliche answer possibly would be towards love yeah you know that's something that i'm learning more recently i'm like rekindling this new relationship with my with my mother and my parents in general as we we talked about in our, yeah. our sunset walk yesterday <laughs> um and you know intimacy with others with myself i mean i think it's all they're all continuations of that so that sensation of disarmoring and and opening feels like a non-illusory sense of progress. It feels like meaningful progress where it's like, okay, I don't know where that track is going exactly, but it feels um, like it has less shackles. Can we use another word for progress as some, some feeling of, or illusion of, of growth? Yeah. Yeah, for me, I feel like everything in nature, what we're talking about is growing and giving. I call it like these people are like-minded like that, kind of grow givers. Mm. We grow so we have more to give, as opposed yeah. to just go getting, just getting things or just giving all the time. I think we grow, so we have more to give. And everything in nature grows or it dies. Right? Yeah. Everything is green or it grows or it's brown and it rots. Yeah. And everything also has to give back to the ecology. Otherwise, it's, it's eliminated, right? And the giving also opens up space for growth. It's like pruning a bush or a tree. Yeah. You know, as you, as you cut back, there's more energy to, to go into the branches that are there. And it also, I think for our personal bushes and trees, it's like we need to have something to grow towards and for me you know we're talking about like sometimes i'll write excessively personal instagram posts or blogs or yeah, whatever yeah, yeah. i'm like before i'm pressing you know send or publish or whatever i'm like this seems like a bad idea i don't think this is appropriate really um and then i do it anyway and the reason that i appreciate that and appreciate that i have some semblance of an audience paying attention to it is it forces accountability upon me to actually do that work whereas yeah. if i was isolated inside of a vacuum, you know, just on my own, I don't know if I would actually do anything. 
Yeah. You know, in a way it's like, I, I'm, I'm so interconnected with other people that, uh, they're like a continuation of my growth and me and all that. I mean, I, I, yeah. I sound pretty stoned right no, now. No, no, no. But I, we talked about that in the book that is, uh, you know, part of your growth is, it's not just your neurological networks, it's your social networks. Yeah. You know, the people, we, we all need people to hold us accountable, to be, be kind to us, to encourage us, to challenge us, to be truthful with us, to be able to cheerlead for us. And I always tell people, if you haven't found that person, you know, be that person for somebody else. Yeah. You know, especially be that person for you. You know, you're talking about intimacy and connection with others, but also you mentioned, you know, with yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So that, those are the things that light me up. I love these kind of conversations. And another thing besides growth is connection, where I think connection is currency now more than ever. Totally. We could be, people could be physically distant, maybe, but they don't have to be you know, socially distant. They don't have to be emotionally distant. They don't have to be mentally distant. Yeah. Um, I was listening to Ram Dass talking about oh, we're going, we're going, we're going. <laughs> love, love. And he was referencing other people as being you know like you fall in love with a with a girl or a boy or yeah, whatever yeah. and you know it's like oh my god i'm in love with you uh-huh. and he's describing that individual as like a stimulus to open up the, the mechanism inside of 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 me or the individual to be able to express love from within like it's always there you know and then i can start to kind of put that into the, the outside form of, oh, wow, this person, that is my love. That is my love heater. Right. It was like, but that, what that person actually is, in fact, they're just, it's almost like they're able to be a key of sorts mm-hmm. to open up what you already had all along. You know, and so that's something that I, do you think that's bullshit? No, it, it, it resonates <laughs> true to me. What is, <laughs> how about everybody else? I'm, yeah. I'm curious. Yeah. That. So it's like, for me, it's, I wonder, it's like, okay, cool. Like figuring out love within without codependency, but also being able to experience that with other, that feels like the cleanest form of love, as opposed to kind of putting it outside and I'm dependent on that. That seems like that's where you kind of start to choke it out. It's, it's kind of interesting also how you, even when you look at, we're in the gym and you can look at weights as the same way. You can look at equipment or tools, technology as, as a way to, you know, it's there to be able to, to maybe challenge us to open us up, but we have all that power with just you know, with, with, without it also. Some people use substances, some people use other things to feel that, yeah. that feeling and they, they go through their own learning journey. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I, I think we're all here to be able to help us know ourselves. you know? Right. I think a lot of life- we walking each other home. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's kind of cliche, but it's, it's like, I think what, what lights me up is self-awareness, getting to know myself. Right. And I think intimate relationships do that. Running a business does that, you know, engaging with anything, you know, it becomes a mirror for you. So, you know yourself and then trust yourself, love yourself and then another, you know, be yourself, which is hard also, you know, like, you know, Fifi, you know, you know, you're this way, but uh, we have these expectations and opinions and every, you know, everyone else's, you know, things that we're trying to maybe fit in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it takes care. And then the idea of being yourself, I feel like there's there's like a there could be more of like a an extrinsic kind of pushing of being myself, yeah. and then there's also another level which probably I'm in that phase quite a bit. I think they're like gears, and then there could be perhaps like an intrinsic uh, where where, where it's, it's just you're you're being pushed along, like you are yourself without effort. Mm-hmm. You know, so figuring out, like getting to that point where it's like, God, I'm just not, I don't need to put so much damn effort. 
Yeah, it's like, is it forced or is it flow? You know, but it's, it's an interesting way it, it, when we could, and it doesn't have to be one or the other. It's something we're constantly making choices. I have, I have a quote in the book from a French philosopher and he says, life is the C between B and D. B is birth, D is death, C is choice. And I feel like that we always have this, this, this freedom of decision. Um, we can always decide what we're going to focus on. We could always make choices on what are thing, what do these things mean to us? What are we going to do in this moment because of it? Yeah. You know, how do some of these bigger meta conversations of like consciousness and love yeah. and who you are and all that stuff come back to more granular grounded neurological function? <laughs> so, so you want to cover this in just a few minutes? We can do that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, all the things we're, we're talking about are what I feel like are truly limitless, you know, where, where even a lot of people have been wondering where like jobs are going and everything else and automation and artificial intelligence and machines, you know, the things that are truly limitless, our creativity, our ability to solve problems, our ability, our imagination, love, you know, I mean, human determination. I mean, where's the limit on these things? And it, it, there is, I mean, when we're looking at, at the human brain, which I feel like truly has this incredible potential, it's just, it doesn't come with an owner's manual. Like we're not shown how to be able to tap, you know, what, what capacity, you know, of our, of our body, mm -mm. you know, of, of, of utilizing our, our mind, unless sometimes when it put in a situation where life conditions force you to, you know, through maybe maybe struggle and that's where people discover strength yeah you know and so yeah i mean and i that's why i love your show and i, I listen to it's it's on a list of a, a small group of a, a podcast i listen to mm. but I, I like it and your social media too mm. you know it's interesting to go for a walk with you and we're you know you, you were having all these insights and then to kind of see it on a I was like, this, this would make such a good post. You got to do it. And they're like, that's because it is a post. It, it is. All right. Well, so the last thing here is this because other people are going to message me on social media. They're like, what's the E and, and the S3? So oh, just, sorry. I interrupted all, you. No, no, I it's all good. No, no, no. ADHD. I love it. That's where the memory comes. <laughs> but you need the purpose. You need the E. So you need to feel purpose in order to follow through. You need the E, which is energy. And that's where a lot of the things that we, you know, even did earlier this morning really come into play. Because even when people are fearful, you know, that's a limit. You know, most limits are learned, just like fear is, is a learned concept for most things. Public speaking, fear of, really fear of anything. But um, sometimes fatigue, you know, exhaustion can make, make us more fearful, right? Mm. So you have to optimize your energy because you're not, some people are not going to follow through and be motivated because they haven't slept in three nights and because they, they have a newborn child. And they're not going to go work out because not that they don't want to, they have purpose but they just don't have the energy. Or maybe they had the big processed meal and they wanted to study 30 minutes a day and, and you know, read your book, um, but they don't do it because they're in a food coma. So we have to take care of our energy. And then finally, S3, if you feel stuck and not motivated, check out small, simple steps. You know, it's the antidote to even fear. You know, try, like, break it down into something. If you can't move for an hour, like, you know, put on your, you know, touch the grass. I mean, just break it down mm -hmm. into... You know, we can't read for 45 minutes. Open up the book. Small, simple step. You know, what is the tiniest action I could take that will give me progress towards this goal where I can't fail? I love that. Yeah. So those are the three M's. Mindset, motivation, and methods. Where they cross over. If people go to limitlessbook.com, there's a, there's a diagram there. But you have three I's. And mindset and motivation gives you inspiration. People are inspired, but they don't have the method. 
and that happens often. People get inspired by a speaker or a movie and they don't know what to do. Yeah, there's no structure. Yeah, and then they have mindset and methods. It, it, they believe it's possible in their mind and they know what to do. That becomes ideation, just stays an idea because they're not motivated, right, to execute. If motivation crosses over with methods, you have the third eye, which is implementation. You're motivated, you have purpose, you have energy, you know what to do to invest or to exercise or whatever the method is, speed read but you're still gonna be stuck in that box because you can only achieve what your mindset allows, you know, is possible. Yeah, can I ask you one more big question? Yeah, yeah. I wonder your perception of the present Western education model mm -hmm. and one of the potential critiques that is in large part it teaches children, uh, you know, what to learn as opposed to how to learn which you might disagree with that, but it's, there's a lot of like, yeah. you know, passing the Scantron test and memorizing yeah. all of these different presidents and states yeah. and the cool, can you like put that information in there, dump it in, dump it back out, like you're like, your mind is like a wheelbarrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, and then yeah, you yeah. get it out and you're like, cool, sweet, that was a great experience, on to the next. What are your thoughts on that yeah. in general? And then two, if you were the president of changing schools, like what would you, <laughs> what would you, <laughs> that person that probably would be your I'll, title. I totally want but that. But secondly, uh, what would you yeah, yeah, of course, of course. Um, so, uh, <laughs> so I believe, uh, you know, I had learning challenges in school. Um, I had, you know, a series of traumatic brain injuries and I had poor focus memory, couldn't read. My teachers have been surprised I read a book, much less wrote a book. Um, but you're right, school teaches you what to learn, what to focus on, what to study, what to read, what to remember, but not how to do any of those things. And, um, and I'm, I'm a big how person, I'm a big, Taking, let's take a noun and turn it into a verb. You don't have motivation, there's a process. You do motivation. You don't have creativity, there's a process for creativity. And so I think if there's one skill to master in the 21st century, it's learning how to learn. Because what can you apply that to? Money, management, movement, martial arts, Mandarin, you know, music, everything in your life gets easier. And so I, if I was to make one quick change in the education system, and I, this is not a slight against teachers, my mother became a school teacher because she didn't know how to help me. My aunt's a college professor. I, they, they're some of the most committed, compassionate, caring, you know, individuals, not always compensated, you know, rightfully. But I created these podcasts, you know, this book. We do, actually, we have an online academy for students where I go live with them every Tuesday and Thursday because I don't want what's going on with school to get in the way of a child's education mm. and teaching them this thing called meta-learning. This book, Limitless, is a book called meta It's really on meta-learning, learning how to learn. Mm. Um, because if knowledge is power, learning is your superpower, and it's a superpower we all have. Mm. I love it. Yeah, buddy. I appreciate you, man. I appreciate you more and more as we get to know each other. Yeah, likewise. Can I challenge everyone to do something? Challenge! All right, take a screenshot yep. of this episode in whatever form it is. Tag Aaron, tag myself so we see it. And uh, and share one thing you're going to do that um, that you're a little hesitant you know, for. Maybe like something small to make some kind of progress. I believe consistency compounds that inch by inch it's a cinch, yard by yard it's too hard. But little by little, a little becomes a lot. So what's one thing you could do based on you know anything that you know because i think all knowledge is self-knowledge anyway that we know inherently what we should we could and should do or can do take one thing post it and i will repost some of my favorites as i often do and i'll actually send a copy of limitless to to one individual just as a thank you for uh, listening to your show cool yeah buddy i love it uh, all right, well, thank you. Is there anything else? Where do people get the book, Limitless? Limitlessbook.com, and when people get the book there, they could get a 10-day speed reading memory course as my gift, because I want this to be the most read book. 
And mm. so when the book arrives, you know how to do it, how to read it, and, and nice. go. But yeah, that's it. And then after this, Jim and I are going to do a burlesque performance together that we're going to videotape. So yeah, tune yeah, into yeah. that. That will also be on the Instagram page. And uh, it's going to be very sexy. I think we should charge for that. We'll probably charge. All right. Thanks so much for tuning in. On to the next chapter of our lives. I hope you enjoyed that conversation as much as I did. Jim is an absolute legend and uh, he's always got so much valuable information to offer. So if you did enjoy that, I recommend sharing on Instagram, sharing Facebook, wherever you do. Tell your friends, tell your neighbors, call your grandma, tell her some valuable tidbit that you got from this conversation. If you share on the Instagram, you could tag me at Align Podcast. You could tag Jim Quick at Jim Quick. And once again, thank you guys so much for your support. Thanks for grabbing the Align Method book. What a beautiful Christmas gift would be the, the gift of physical autonomy, teaching people how to move more effectively in their bodies, in their breath, using their eye muscles as tools to calm the nervous system down. If you're feeling stressed out, you're trying to shop for presents at places that are closed or whatever, the Align Method book is chalk full of various different exercises on how to calm your nervous system using your eyes, using your breath, using your movement, uh, how to hack your sleep, morning routines. It really is the quintessential user's manual on how to effectively be in that sweet, sultry body of yours. So if that sounds meaningful, you can grab the Align Method book on Amazon's very likely place. You could also get it at Barnes & Noble, Target, and any kind of major bookstores. And uh, if you want to go deeper from there, you can jump onto the six-week Align Method online program, which is the living, breathing version of the book where you get all of the practice that we talk about in the book in real-time video. So I walk you through those guys. That's at alignpodcast.com slash courses. All right. Love you lots. Enjoy your week, and we'll see you in about seven days. Pow.